In Parshas Pinchas, we have the story of Bnei Tzlavchot. They came to Meshur Rabbeinu and they said, our father died and he left no sons. And because of that, we were not given a portion in Eretz Yisrael. And why should we lose out from receiving a portion in Eretz Yisrael? So, Rashi, so the Pasuk says, Moshe brings this question, this judgment to the Eibishter. So Rashi quotes these words of Yaakov Moshe as Mishpaton and says that Moshe forgot this halacha. And this was a, a penalty for taking a right, taking a crown that wasn't his. When he said, Bring to me the difficult questions and he should have acknowledged the Eibishter. The second pshat Rashi brings why Moshe had to bring this to Hashem was that although, says Rashi, although it was his chus, it was his right to write out this parsha. Nevertheless, this chus was given to B'nai Slavcha that the parsha should be written because of them. Seemingly, Rashi is explaining a simple question. Why does Moshe not know the answer? Why does Moshe not know such a fundamental part of the halachas, of inheritance, that he has to go to the Abishter? And he answers, number one, that he knew it, but he forgot it. Or number two, that it was given as a special chus to B'nai Slavcha. If this is the sole understanding of Rashi, this raises a number of questions. Number one, we find other places, for example, Pesach Sheni, when Moshe turned to Hashem to ask uh, the, the, the answer to the question. And Rashi doesn't say anything there, implying that Rashi has no problem with the fact that Moshe doesn't know the halacha. So why here does it bother Rashi and it compels him to say that Moshe knew the halacha and forgot it? Similarly, on the second Pirush, we have the same question. Uh, in the other places, we don't find that Rashi should um, uh, ask the question why it wasn't said sooner. Why here do we have to come up with an answer that it was because of the schus of Bnei Slavchad to answer why Moshe did not know this earlier? Number three, Rashi could have quoted the words of Moshe. Why does he have to quote the words Es Mishpaton? And number four, when in the story of Pesach Sheni and Parshas Ba'aleischa, Rashi has a similar explanation that this parsha should have been said by Moshe Rabbeinu, and instead it was said, uh, a special schus, by those who were bringing the, 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 uh, asking the question of Lama Nigara. Over there, Rashi uses the word said. It should have been said by Moshe, instead it was said because of them. Here, Rashi uses the word writing. It should have been written by Moshe, and instead it was written because of the schus of B'nai Slavchad. So the question is, why change to say over there said and over here written? And question five is, what are the specific questions on each of the pirushim that compels Rashi to bring another pirush? And the explanation is as follows. Rashi is not bothered by the fact that Moshe doesn't know halacha. Rashi understands that there's halachas that Moshe is constantly learning and there will be more halachas introduced to Moshe Rabbeinu after this parasha that Moshe hadn't known yet. What's bothering Rashi is the word mishpatan. Why does it say as mishpatan and not as hadover? Hadover means the whole thing, the questions, the answers, the back and the forth. Mishpatan means the ruling. By saying that Moshe presented the ruling to Hashem, not the whole thing to Hashem, which the word dover is used in other places, implies that Moshe knew had known this before. And it's just that the halacha, the mishpat, the, the, the resolution was not known to Moshe and he had to bring it to Hashem. This compels Rashi to tell us that Moshe already knew this halacha 
except that he forgot it and therefore had to ask the Eibishter, what is the halacha, what is the mishpat in this case? And this is why it says Es Mishpatan in the Dibra HaMaschil, because Es Mishpatan is what compels Rashi to, uh, to lead him to the conclusion that Moshe had once known this halacha. It also explains why Rashi includes the word Moshe in the Dibra HaMaschil, because only Moshe knew the Mishpat, knew this halacha beforehand. Anybody else that should have said as Adavar, not Es Mishpatan. Why? Why Taka did Moshe forget this halacha? So Rashi explains that this was Nifra Mimenu. This was a punishment for Moshe saying the words, as Adavar Akasha, Asha Yikshun Mikam, Takrivun Elai. And this is the first explanation of Rashi. That Rashi certainly from the words Mishpatan, Moshe already knew this halacha. It's just that he must have forgotten it, and therefore he came to Hashem with Mishpatan asking, What is the Mishpat? And the reason that he forgot it is because of a punishment that Moshe needed to get. However, there is a question on this Pshat of Rashi. The, when Moshe said these words was in the beginning of the 40 years in the Midbar. When this story of B'nai Slav, when Moshe forgets the halacha, is in the end of the, story, of the 40 years of the Yidden in the Midbar. So the question is, why did the Abishter wait 39 years to punish Moshe Rabbeinu for something that he said 39 years ago? Especially since the, also the Yidden needed to know that there was something wrong with what Moshe said. Therefore, Rashi brings a second Pshat that explains to us that the reason that Moshe Rabbeinu forgot this halacha, now again, he's not taking back the idea that Moshe already knew this and forgot it, because that he already learned from the words Mishpatan. The second shot of Rashi is just giving a second reason why Moshe Rabbeinu forgot this halacha, and Rashi is saying that Hashem arranged that Moshe Rabbeinu should forget this halacha in order to give B'nai Slavchad the schus to introduce once again this halacha to the Yidn. And that's why Rashi uses the Lashon Ksiva, that it was written because of them, because it wasn't said because of them, because it had already been said earlier to Meshach Rabbeinu, before B'nai Slavchad, that he came into the picture. But the Tzchus of B'nai Slavchad was that Nichtevah Yodon, that it was written in their Tzchus, and therefore Meshach Rabbeinu forgot the original Amira, and then it was reminded to him because of B'nai Slavchad, and then written into the Torah in their Tzchus. The question on the second shot of Rashi is, why should Meshach Rabbeinu lose out just because there needed to be a schus for B'nai Slavchad. And therefore Rashi puts this as the second pirush, leaves the other pirush as the first pirush and the, and the one that's close to the Pesudah Mikra, that Meshe Rabbeinu forgot this halacha because of a punishment and not because of the schus of B'nai Slavchad. There is also in Yanni Mufloim, wondrous, amazing things in this parsha, And... This will answer the question, why was it specifically in this set of halachas of B'nai Slavchad that Meishe Rabbeinu forgot the halacha? If there had to be a punishment, then this Alma halacha, why did it have to be this specific punishment? The only other time we see this Alma halacha is in the story of Maisa Zimri. When Zimri came before Meishe and challenged Meishe with regards to marrying a Midianis. And it says over there that, that Meishe Rabbeinu and all the Yidin forgot the halacha, that Habayal Aram is Kanoim Poyginboy. And the question is, why specifically in these two halachas does Moshe Rabbeinu forget the halacha? And the explanation is as follows. Moshe forgetting a halacha affects all the Yidin. Because if he can't teach it, he can't, then the Yidin won't know it. And even after he learns it the second time, we know from the Gemara that the second time you learn something is more difficult than the first time. So anytime Moshe Rabbeinu forgets the halacha, it affects every, all the Yidin. It was 
so therefore the Eibister chose in the, specifically in these two halachas, that Moshe should forget the halacha because in these two halachas it would not affect the rest of the Yidden because Moshe could not teach these two halachas anyway. Why not? So it says in the Gemara that if a person, if a Talmud Chacham is a Negeya Bedavar, then he can't pass in a halacha. So in these two cases, Moshe was a Negeya Bedavar. In the case of Maise Zimri, when Zimri asked, can I marry a Midyanis? He said, if you say I can't, how did you marry your wife, Bas Yisrael, who was a Midyanis? So therefore Moshe became a Negeya Bedavar. In the case of Bnei Tzlavchad, Moshe Rabbeinu, uh, the Bnei Tzlavchad said to Moshe that our father was not part of Adas Kairach. Our father was not part of the people that were fighting you. He was on your team. Again, making Tzlavchad uh, irrelevant to Moshe Rabbeinu to make him a Negea Bedavar. And therefore Moshe Rabbeinu could not pass in these halachas anyway because he was a Negea Bedavar. And therefore, if there had to be an Nisalma halacha, Hashem coordinated that it should be specifically these two halachas so that the halachas that Moshe can't teach anyway so that the Yidin should not lose out just because Nisalma halacha. And this is a very beautiful idea where you see uh, uh, the halacha and the pshat coming together, that the pshat of Nisal Ma'alacha is based on the halacha, is, uh, is based on the halacha of, of not paskining when you're in a ge'ah bedavar. And it all comes together so beautifully to explain to us this Rashi.